So, <laughs> all right, we'll get started. In three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 208 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview your guests, and talk about our love of the game, and where I have to do the countdown because Sin isn't here, but Des is. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing. I'm, 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 I'm recovering. <laughs> so, yeah. Re- wait, recovering from? Um, I, I didn't mention it last week because, of course, we had a very uh, special guest. Um. But yeah, no, my allergies have been absolutely murdering me. I got gotcha. you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, again, excellent episode. If for some reason yes. you people are just tuning into this episode like you're new or whatever, go back and at least listen to episode 207. If You don't have to listen to all of our episodes, but uh, <laughs> at least listen to the last one. <laughs> we had a great guest on, but you can look that up and see. Uh, for yourself, but um, welcome to everyone. If you are new, by the way, we don't really <laughs> think about new people listening, but I'm sure people do from time to time. I mean, yeah, Indeed. we do get new people in the Discord, so certainly some of you must be listening to the podcast also. And honestly, probably we could be having some listeners from Arrow Knights, uh being a guest from last week. So welcome to anyone who's listening. We hope we can be a great Destiny podcast that, hey, you don't have to love us, but as long as you listen occasionally, that's all we ask for. Yeah. Listen, right? give some feedback, you know, start some conversation. Good yes. Time. Good and we love the live conversations, right? We've been doing this ever since we kind of had the ability to. Um, we have anywhere from one to... 10 or more live people uh, sometimes it's more i just don't really keep track but they're listening to the show at a time and you can join any point typically you know unless we have something special going on but typically most thursday nights 9 p.m eastern just come into the guardian hub discord and the podcast live channel and you too can listen live and write live comments indeed but hey even if you can't yeah, yeah, it is. And even if you can't make it live, feel free. We have a questions for the show static um, channel that you can post things, quote, offline also. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about um, 80 sounding stuff. And you know what movie I just watched again? It's been forever, but it was my favorite movie growing up, especially because they recorded some of it at my local mall. I'll give you a hint. There's a scene with a mall parking lot in it. Now, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I can give you more hints if you need. I don't want to give you like an easy I'm, one yet. <laughs> all right. But, but a mall parking lot is um, it's a bit vague. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
there is also a dog in a mall parking lot. Dog in a mall parking lot. <laughs> um, I, I have, and you can play along, Scoot, if you happen to know the answer. <laughs> right, like so. so um, keeping on track, uh, I'm assuming it's an '80s movie. It um, is. The yes. '80s sparked <laughs> it. Um, I'm fairly well versed in '80s movies. Uh, God, but no, I'm no, I'm drawing blanks. It's right in the middle of the '80s. It came out in 1985, but uh, I won't get too much more specific because uh, then you might be able to look up the date, the exact date. But uh, <laughs> all right, all right, uh, no worries. Okay, I'll, this is fun, actually. Yeah, okay, no, so it's... dog in the parking lot. But if I say some things, it'll be a little too obvious. So first I'll go with, um, you see the mall parking lot twice in the movie. There's two different scenes of it. One at the beginning and one at the end. So it's a movie that's bookended by this mall parking lot. Basically. It's not the very beginning, but uh, basically it's at the beginning and at the end. (laughs) There's a dog. (laughs) And <laughs> there's a dog. I know. I feel like that's kind of like throwing it off, but you'll totally get it when. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... This is fun. <laughs> I, I am like wringing my brain. All right. All right. Trying all right. to think um, of things, but uh, is there's nothing coming though. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so the mall in real life. Not that this matters, but I'm geeking out because I grew up here, and I, I was actually driving. I remember being a kid, and we were driving by it when they were filming it one night. But um, in real life, it's called the Pointy Hills Mall. It's in Southern California. But in the movie, it's called the Twin Pines Mall. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> <But> I... <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, because if you look it up, you can get the all answer. Right. But this is fun, so try not to look it up. Um, yeah. Hold on. The wife is texting if I want anything from Taco Time. So I'm going to say yes. Same as last time. <laughs> Gosh, we're going to have to have these segments every once in a while now because this is fun. And you can, right. you can play it back on me too. Um, okay, next. I'm trying to think because one I give will be make it totally obvious. But um, let's see, I hadn't seen this movie for a long time too, even though it was my favorite for the longest time. Um, What else can I give that won't be too obvious? Well, I might as well start getting a little more obvious here. Um, and in the mall parking lot, it deals with a car. Maybe that won't be obvious enough okay. yet. <laughs> and a dog, but mostly a car. <laughs> You're going to be kicking yourself once you... <laughs> Does Twin Pines Mall? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the car has a very, very prominent role in the whole movie. Are we getting closer yet? I, I think that seals it, and I'm going. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's Back to the Future. Yay! Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I, 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 I love this. Yeah, I was, I, I, yeah, I was, I was definitely never going to get, like I said, thankfully Twin Pines stuck out in my head. Mm-hmm. God, was the dog's name Einstein? I think so, yeah. Okay, so, uh, that was another thing that was popping in my head too. But um, but yeah, no, yeah, like 
mall like was definitely no no i was not getting it from that <laughs> mall parking lot I was like nah. uh yeah it was like i think my wife and i were just talking about like michael j fox for whatever reason i'm like you know i haven't seen back to the future for a long time let's right. watch it it's one of those so really good the, movies that just is mm-hmm. kind of doesn't pop out of my head often <laughs> And then I want to watch two and three again because uh, oh, yeah. I've seen those less compared to one, but yeah. So back to the future. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think incidentally I might've seen three more than the other two. Ah, uh, yeah. I, th- I think just, just, you know, happenstance. Cause of course, you know, uh, <laughs> back in the day, uh, basic, basic cable. I absolutely loved you know, back to the future, considering it's fairly family friendly. Yeah. Um, cause it was, it's like what PG at worst. I think it's PG. Yeah. I'll have to but see yeah. here. But... Um, but no, yeah. Like, uh, uh, so yeah. So of course, especially, um, especially TNT for whatever reason, I remember watching a lot of back to the future on TNT and, mm. The one movie I caught, mo- I think, more than any of them was the third one. Yeah, I I probably watched the third one a little more than the second. And then the first one, I don't know why, for whatever reason, just my friends my age and, and my, all our parents, we all seemed to really like the first one a lot, so we watched that one a lot. Yeah. But I did like the third one, too. Oh, yeah. It was very interesting. And good music. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that, that, it's kind of a. It it was interesting considering that a doc always had like these very specific like tech lines and stuff. He had like very specific like gobbledygook that he would always spit out. Yeah, one point twenty one gigawatts. Right, <laughs> and um. Oh God, who was that actor? Oh, uh, well, see, like I have this pulled up here. Yeah, um, I, I forget his name now, but he is a Christopher fan. Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. He's a fantastic actor. I love like pretty much anything he's in. Um, but of course, all also being slightly younger, I think I I do remember him most uh, as Fester from Adam's Family. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh man. Good times, that, good times. Good memories, good memories. All right. Uh, anything else uh, extracurricular besides Destiny you want to talk about? Any gaming stuff? Uh, I'm still playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, still playing Marvel Snap. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much in a pain uh, with both of them now, so that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Because uh, as alluded to before, um, that I thought was happening soon, but it ended up happening a, a few months later than I thought. Uh, Master Duel is finally hitting the the point in uh, the point in Yu-Gi-Oh, like the physical card game history, where one deck is going to be dominating for a very long time. So that game's population is definitely about to be tested for a while. Um, so we'll see how well it stands up. Um, and exactly how low like the numbers dip, uh, or uh, what happens at all? Because who knows? It, it could actually be a 
an entirely different thing because there's a lot of people outside of Yu-Gi-Oh that actually tend to enjoy um, cause the deck type is called Tear Elements and they're hilariously basically just sad mermaids. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> um, but um, but no, they have like such mechanics and it, it's it, that it's very like even I myself uh, after playing it it's very different and intriguing how many like points of interaction it has so i don't know who knows like maybe more people playing master duel um will like this play style a little better so it could see a population insurgence hmm. but it's definitely at the point where if you're looking to be any kind of successful or competitive your choice is one deck <laughs> yeah <laughs> Right on. Oh, and I posted some pictures too, by the way, in the chat. If you want to see, you know, you can see the yeah. picture of what it looks like in the movie. And oh, um, yeah, that JC Penny. Well, first of all, I don't know why they call it Twin Pines. It's filmed in Southern California, where we have palm trees, not pine trees. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that JC Penny went out of business. Well, long ago now, but it stayed around long after the movie, and now it's like some fitness center, twenty four hour fitness. It looks like. <laughs> it's like like when's the last time I thought about a JC Penny? My God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things things change, but uh the mall is still right. there, which I guess that's always good news because you know a lot of things will change. Those type of malls haven't been as popular, you know, the indoor courtyard ones. Um I don't know. Well, yeah, true. I mean hilariously uh living in or being raised in Alabama and living in, I mean, you know, cause South usually has somewhat smaller cities than a lot of the U S. Um, mm. but even Montgomery, I mean, we had two like courtyard malls. So, yeah. And that kind of, in hindsight, it surprised me, but I guess it just, It was, it was just normal, I guess. You know, we just had. But of course, I only went to the one mall because the other mall was in the bad part of town, and you really didn't want to go there. Yeah. Uh, hilariously, uh, when I broke my arm as a child and had to go to the emergency room, um, I shared an ER area with someone that, that had gotten shot at the other mall. Oh, boy. Mm. So, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we didn't go to that one. I can see why. Oh, okay, and also to be clear, um, because I did mention uh, being left at a mall and in an arcade, it was the safe one I was left at, not <laughs> the other one. And that's normal too. Uh, uh, even yeah. even back at our age, growing up, it's like, oh yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be left anywhere, malls, and yeah, kids wanted to be left there too. It's not like the exactly. parents needed to stick around. <laughs> I mean, Gloria, or sometimes still... you would just go to the mall on your own, right? Just hey, I'm going to the mall, or or whatever, you know. Well, I mean, we weren't we weren't that close, but I mean, again, uh, that was probably still like a hundred, over a hundred feet away from where mom worked, and I would just be left there. And uh, my good lord, it was it was a pretty safe like environment because I mean, good lord, there's a crowd of like people there, and I only <laughs> I was smart enough as a kid, you know. If mom or dad are there, it's time to go home. If someone else tells me to go home, no. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, it's um, also hilariously um, one thing that's vanished that I used to do as a kid. <laughs> I'm probably a little too overprotective to allow <laughs> to really let it happen. Um, is I used to actually like when we'd go to a store, Toys R Us, Walmart at the time, whatever. <laughs> I would go to electronics and play the demos on the gaming consoles oh, yeah. and then stay there the entire time and have an extremely sore neck when I got home because I got those angles. But yeah, that's something that A, who really does that anymore? And B, really trusts the. Like I said, I, I probably wouldn't leave my kid alone <laughs> like, <laughs> in a department store for that long. Like it's like, oh yeah, no, you well, can follow. And I'm thinking of arcades now too, and bringing back memories. And uh, and then I'm thinking about too because, funny enough, this dovetails perfectly into Destiny, the Thrillodome Lost Sector mm. on Yomuna. And yeah. I was just playing that today on Master because of some things I needed to do and. It's, you know, it's Destiny looking, but they still have a basic format of stand-up arcades next to each other in different rectangular formats all around the walls and a couple in the middle, you know, um, a couple different levels, which makes it really cool because it makes then the place, it's kind of like split level, not like a whole story above, but like split level and some lower, some higher. And, and I'm like, oh man, good times. And, uh, it's funny in this lost sector scene of Vex standing in front of an arcade machine, almost as if like they're playing, but they're not moving or, or anything. And I forget the name, like Vex. Oh, I should have Vex regulator or something. That's not the name, but it's, there's some purpose to their name and what they're doing there. But then oh. there's the one at the beginning to get in the door. And there's three at this other arcade in the very back. And then you, you, um, kill a, a very special harpy and then those three kind of get teleported through a portal into the other area which then you, that portal's there and you can go through that other area and then you're kind of in one of these that they've been doing in the game for a while but kind of like the trony looking yeah. vex areas you know simulations whatever you call it yeah. stuff and uh and then that's where you finalize the fight and kill the boss and whatnot nice yeah, but pretty cool. But yeah, one of the things I just want to talk about Destiny right now, which is what we have all been kind of experiencing lately, is I find it really interesting and kind of cool that Guardian Ranks is getting a resurgence of popularity. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers, not just us, but other podcasts kind of had this opinion too, but we were looking forward to it. What's this going to be? It comes out. And then a couple weeks in, people are like, I don't know about this. I'm not so interested. They made a lot of bad decisions. Well, they fixed a lot of things already pretty quickly. And for whatever reason, within this last week or so, a lot of people are really interested in guarding rank-ups. I don't know why. Something must have just clicked. I'm telling you, everyone in my circle is working on it. And we're all kind of like this level 7 through 10 And what is interesting about this too, which it's maddening, but it also kind of makes sense, dovetailing with this too, and for so many other reasons, Nightfalls are hot this week. I mean, GMs did come out this week, and they made some changes, and uh, this is a pretty good Nightfall 2 run also, and they lowered the scoring, and 
But what's most interesting is <laughs> with these guardian ranks, you know, first you got to do a hero with a certain score, then you got to do a master with a certain score, then you got to do a grandmaster with a certain score. Well, they don't, these aren't ones that backtrack. So you have to do actually each one when you're in that respective rank. So there's yeah. a lot of people just pointing fingers and looking at each other. Okay. I need to do a master. Who else needs to do a master? Someone's like, well, I can do a grandmaster. I'm like, eh, I can join you. I don't really want to. I'm going to have to do a grandmaster anyways when I, you know, on the, the next one. And, but it's just so funny. Like all these groups are forming everywhere of getting uh, nightfalls done, uh, especially this week. And I, I find it interesting. I find it fun. Also, it is double rewards week this week. And that's always good to run. Even if you don't want to run grandmaster, I ran a master nightfall because I wanted to get this done with, uh, pretty quickly so I could level up to the next level. And I tried LFG and it went very well. And um, no mic, master, uh, nightfall. And uh, we got the score easily. And with double rewards on master, I got three ascendant shards and two exotics just dropped at the end like that. <laughs> Plus yeah. other materials and other loot. But uh, yeah, pretty rewarding. <laughs> So, yeah, I just yeah, I just find that really cool, really interesting. And uh, we want to hear from you all what uh, Guardian rank you're at. And are you interested in leveling up? I'm sure not everyone is, but I'm seeing a lot more people level- being interested all of a sudden. Even though, yeah, there's still issues with it and Bungie could change more things. But, hey, we're all working on it now for whatever reason. Yeah, right? That's, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Like- to, to see at least that they're heading in a, I guess, a, a community-accepted direction to at least, you know, not so much that it's better or anything, but, you know, people aren't thinking negatively about it so much, so. Yeah. Uh, now, there's still issues with rank 11. It's going to be one of these things where we're going to see a lot of Guardians at forever rank 10 because 11 really kicks up the difficulty way crazy. At 11, you have to do, like, a solo dungeon the most recent one you have to do master raid and master dungeon you have to you have to guild conqueror you have to do all these things which like i mean i get it kind of but like i don't know <laughs> i think i'll be okay staying at 10 for this season and then we'll see if they change it at all next i don't season. know Maybe I'll work I on just... 11 next time right because i'm i'm actually kind of hoping they keep it that way yeah, I mean, like, because to be fair, from what I heard about a lot of the earlier ones, it just seemed like grindy stuff. Because, you know, Guardian rank, it's like, okay, show off, you know, like what kind of a guardian you are or whatever. And I don't know, stuff like, like I said, so soloing a raid and like, or no, soloing a dungeon. Yeah. Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's. That's some stuff that actually is like that makes it actually like super worth it. And personally, I'm all kinds of down for things that aren't just grindy and that, you know, not bashing anyone or anything or anybody like Sin that just, you know, goes through things to collect titles or whatever, regardless of meaning just to collect thing and grind thing to get thing. It's a fair mentality, um, mm. but I'm—I I don't know. I'm, I'm just really—I really like things that you really want to go for, you know, like 
you know, if you're forever rank 10 because, well, I am either not good enough or I can't or, you know, whatever, it's a fair block to me. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm super down with that, actually. And I, I kind of hope they kind of stick mm-hmm. to their guns a bit because that's, in my eyes, that actually makes it impressive to see, like, an 11 or a 12 ranked guardian. It's like, dude, that guy knows the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, this is, this is great. And one of the things too, that obviously probably got a lot of us, a lot of us interested was when they announced last week or the week before that, um, it's not doing a full reset each season. We get to keep that number and then we just have to build some things back up again. And as long as you kind of do that, you can keep it for at least another season. You'll keep that number and then just fill in not all the blanks, but a few of the blanks yeah. and then you're there. And I think that that even just small change alone made all of us interested to like, okay, so since it's not doing a full reset, yeah. there's a little more reason to actually go crazy and grind for this. Yeah. Yeah. Even Scoot yeah. says, uh, despite the fact that, He's more, well, I'm adding way more than he typed, so apologies, but being more of a loot-oriented chaser, um, he's actually still showing interest, or slowly, potentially showing interest in Guardian ranks. So, like yeah. I said, it's always a good thing. Like, when when they change enough initially, just just to slightly change your mind about it, I mean, they're doing something that's working, so. Yeah, Totally. So I just thought that was interesting, and I'm sure other people are seeing this too, but let us know. Um, and by the way, there is a command in the Discord too. The Charlemagne bot, of course, has this. You can kind of see where everyone stands. I've been seeing a lot of these um, uh, show up today, but if you use slash rank leaderboard colon grank for guardian rank, G rank. <laughs> All right. You can see your number, and it'll even show like if you, you'll see a lot of numbers like, wait, why are people like ten point seven five or nine point seven eight? Well, what they're doing is they're just kind of dividing all the sub ones in between, however many you have done. It'll just add that as the point yeah. number, uh, so you can kind of see where everyone stands. No one is eleven yet that is registered registered with our Discord. Squid is the highest, ten point seven five. Shoutouts to you. <sighs> Close. Yeah. Close. I don't know. I like I do like the fact that they take in like sub goal like mm-hmm. your your basically your percentage completion because I mean mm-hmm. if, if it's a leaderboard and you're really gonna you know, try and race people or if I mean again, if that's your motivation, go for it. It's it's valid motivation, like just to try and It kinda is. You know, be a higher rank just to be a higher rank. I mean <laughs> I mean, since feeling left out, he's a little behind, and he's like, "I gotta rank this up now." It's definitely motivation <laughs> for some people. I right? mean, shout out uh, Cato is at nine point eight. I'm I'm at nine point six seven, and then Sin. Where's Sin? <laughs> um, this is mean. We're calling him out. He's not even here. Uh, Seven point nine five. He's not even eight. Come on, Sin. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's still higher ranked than I am. So, I mean, he's doing something at least um, <laughs> yeah. uh, um but no yeah i mean that's like just you know make make number bigger is, i mean can be you know um, it's it's essentially pvp rank in a nutshell um even if there's no loot i mean people are still gonna try and go for a higher rank just mm-hmm. to make big number bigger i mean <laughs> it's yeah 
it's like a base. I, I think they actually describe it as some kind of like base, almost based like human desire or something, just to to make it almost like the perception of accomplishment, something like yeah. that. I, I forget what it is exactly, but there's like an entire study of essentially why games in general are, are successful, just you know, on mm -hmm. a simple basis. Yeah. And shout out to RNG Gator also. Uh, he still uh -huh. says he doesn't care as much. He's rank eight and hard to motivate himself. That's fair also. I don't know if you heard yeah. earlier in the conversation, but at least I'm seeing more per people get interested. doesn't mean everyone needs to get interested. So I just find it really interesting at least that no one seemed to be interested several weeks ago, and now all of a sudden people are getting interested. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't feel... <laughs> I don't care who I mean. I'm not like... None of us are looking down. Oh, you don't leveling up? Why not? You know, like obviously oh, yeah. we don't care. <laughs> we just, for some reason, I'm motivated now. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Lowest score wins. Scoot says. <laughs> oh boy, I have to start a new character, be level one or whatever. <laughs> Wait, can the you even do that? Because I think it was account based, isn't it? Not character based. Ooh. Oh yeah, I think I'd have yeah, to create right, a right. alt account. Right. Then you really yeah. be Gator 2.0. Yeah. Start an of course, alt if you, account. If, if that's the case, then you can just start an alt account, like collect a guardian rank, then you're, you're forever winning if you just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and another thought. I wonder if it's possible to get a Master Nesclair at rank 1. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Especially, you know, obviously it could be. You just don't click off anything, even if they're, like, all lit up. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, because it does work that way. But oh man, that would be a lot of work to build up your character, though, because <laughs> you have to start an alt account. Ugh. I think that's a worthy goal. Scoot, play it that way. However, you want to play the game, start an alt character or an alt account. Stay at guardian rank one, but run a master raid once you're ready. I mean, good lord, that's that's like a YouTube series uh, content right there. You can make a big scoop. Yeah, let's do it. And shout out also to Scoop, by the way, and our master raid team. We've been working on it the last two weeks since it came out. Uh, Kato, Sin, all the usual suspects. Scoot is in there, Fiery Pink Yoda, and Edifier. And... Um, yeah, so far it's been a thing. It's definitely been bringing some life into this raid that is annoying and to me and yeah easy but that's not the main reason why i don't love it as much but uh the first encounter was just really really just you know on point gaining ads down quickly and and saving supers and using weapons like sleeper simulant to take down the tremanders quickly because only certain people can that have a buff so it made it very interesting kind of like an ad technical challenge and then the yeah. second encounter we, we spent way too much time on for like it's not really technically challenging but again it's just these are so unforgiving you just have to execute perfectly where um second encounter we you know there's the platforms where the runners can go back and forth well yeah. no if you need to get to the other side no one on your side, you or anyone on your side, can shoot the nut to shoot you over. Someone from the upside side has to shoot it. <laughs> now, that's not that big of a deal, really. It's easy to do. I just popped on, uh, I think I had a 
Pulse maybe had a scout. Actually, I had a scout. But um, it kind of takes the one person away who's doing that because I could work on ads a little bit, but really Cato was my main ad guy, and then I had a runner. I think it was Sin. And um, I had to be close to that middle chasm and be on point when someone says, Kingsley, get ready to shoot in three, two, one. I had to stop focusing on ads, shoot them, and then quickly get back in position. But sometimes the ads are going to be further against the wall up in another spot where I don't want to be because I need to be best distance to shoot them across. So it really does, because of all these things, it adds to the difficulty of um, ad people have to be on point, the shooters have to be on point shooting quickly, but then also helping with ads when they can. And of course, the runners have to be on point because uh, like any master raid, if one or two deaths it's pretty much there's no recovery <laughs> you just yeah. get two behind or other things happen yeah. but we've been having fun and we are ready for this next one hopefully we'll continue on uh, i'm getting tired let me tell you but uh, i'll push forward for the next two weeks <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> most likely most Maybe. likely we'll see Right. <laughs> I'm announcing here. I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, what? Anything good we want to talk about? A couple minutes for the TWAB. Let me see. I don't even have it pulled up. Uh, TWAB. Uh, let's see. We talked. One good thing about the TWAB, um, and kind of, sadly, kind of the centerpiece of this TWAB, is the uh, best dress commendation that they announced. Oh, um, yeah. Which I, yeah, they announced it for season twenty-one, I think. Um, but good news, it's being moved up to the mid-season twenty patch now. Yay! So we'll have a best dress commendation, but there will be stipulations to the best dress commendation. It will not be capable of being awarded in like. Uh, pre-match-made activities like raids and trials and where you have to have your own team. Um, so basically no farming commendations. Like they said, this is... I like how they put it. This isn't a high school award. Uh, Best Dressed is about giving a stranger a compliment. So it, it is like... Yeah, it, it's, it's going to mainly be involved in already match-made activities and you'll be able to give strangers kudos on their looks i mean that is actually one that i might think about because the other ones are always like knowledge and knowledgeable and helpful or whatever the hell and it's like I yeah time to care but um <laughs> now i'm playing with randos if someone does look really cool then i will actually give them best dressed yeah um, and then, of course, they talk about Trials Lab, and they are apparently working on a new pool system. Um, that, to me, sounds super interesting. Um, instead of just, like, you know, your basic pool and then the flawless pool that used to start up, um, they're now working on what they call a challenger pool, uh, which are for those that, of course, are trying to go flawless and are basically, you know, serious and a practice pool. Um, and a kitty pool. <laughs> I mean, essentially. Um, but the only way to get into the practice pool 
is essentially is to have is is a, for it to be your first match of the week, or you have a flawed uh, trials card. Okay, and that puts you in the practice pool, um, which is just basically trials casual. Um, so if you're just either looking to grind for stuff or you know you just yeah you know, like basically you're just looking to grind for stuff instead of trying to go flawless then it actually gives uh the casual you know people a reason to keep a flawed card um because again if you have a flawed card you get put into the practice pool um the practice pool will have stomp protection where if you're consistently struggling struggling it will reduce your weekly performance rating uh to give you slightly easier matches to hopefully win and apparently it will also have farming protection so somehow if uh, i i don't understand how the system is going to work um but if the system detects that you or a fire team member are likely attempting to farm the practice pool it will slow down your matchmaking times initially and if you continue, it will lock you into the challenger pool for the remainder of the weekend. Mm. So if you keep picking on the kitties, you're going to get thrown <laughs> into the into the pool with the adults. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're doing this too, but it, is, it does sound way right? cool. Some pretty it good does. music there. Yeah, it it sounds very interesting. Um. Yeah, both pools will have uh, connection-based matchmaking. Uh, There will be no... Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, now the practice pool actually... (laughs) Hilariously, the practice pool actually has more restrictions on its matchmaking than the challenger pool, because both pools will, of course... Well, challenger pool will be a connection-based matchmaking, purely. Uh, no win, which will make it a little frustrating. But there will be no like uh, no matchmaking based on your ticket or your skill or how you're doing. So if you're in the challenger pool, you're you're getting into the sharks. Um, whereas the practice pool will have connection and weekly performance matchmaking. Okay. So yeah, it's. They they are legitimately like putting the water wings on. It is legitimately the kiddie pool, like you you nailed that on the head. Um, so yeah, this is hilarious. Sounds good. So yeah, and of course, challenger pool. It's uh, which pool you get put into will be based on your ticket essentially. Um, so yeah, if it's your first match of the week, you're going to go into the practice pool. If you win that match. You're immediately going to be thrown into the challenger pool uh, because in order to have access to the challenger pool, you just simply have to have a ticket with no losses. And then you're in the challenger pool. And then as soon as you get a loss, you're back in the practice pool. It sounds like how that's working there. So it's, it's a simple admission. And like I said, if this farming protection actually works, I, I feel like this can be a really cool system. Yeah. Again, I say this a lot, but um, it makes me a little more interested in just maybe occasionally hopping in, you know, 
civil right? trade trials or something like that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because it, I mean, if you're just looking to grind for you know weapon or whatever, uh, if you're really not trying to go flawless, I mean, because I mean that's the thing. Even before, even if you weren't trying to go flawless, you still like wanted to like reset your ticket, like after you. You know, after your card was flawed, it was still like mentality to reset your ticket. But if you're just going to grind, the the kind of elite you really don't want to reset your ticket then, unless you are attempting to go flawless, and then yes, reset your ticket and get thrown back in with sharks. Excellent. Um. Otherwise, that's. I mean, th those two points are. Oh, uh, and of course they're. Uh, uh, I feel like this is definitely, yeah, the 12th annual Kilts for Kids is happening. So, yeah. Yeah, another one of those charity things here. They want a goal of yeah. 77,777. Yes. And this is definitely, this is, again, one of those recurring bungee things, because, good Lord, have I, how many of these have I seen through the years? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Um and 12th Annual, I mean, obviously that's older than Destiny starting, so they found a, barely. a great... Yeah, just barely now. <laughs> oh, great. Just they barely. Found, they found a great uh, thing that's been around for a while. And there's a cool um, emblem if you donate. I've never donated yet, but um, if you donate $50 or more, you get this emblem. That is a pretty... Like, I normally don't like incentives on such high-ish donations. Because, uh, I mean, there's there's legitimately people out there that wish they could donate $50 and just, you know, like me, can't. Um, but, I will say, this is a nice emblem, though. It, it, it does, it fits the theme very well this year. It, yeah. It's a very nice, it's a very nice plaid. It say. is. Hmm. Well, I don't think I'll be donating this year. We have a $500 windshield replacement we got to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing um, no one cares that much. But, okay, remember when windshields on older cars used to be eh, $150, $200, $300 at most? That's like everything, man. I, I know, inflation and technology, and I had one of these. Yeah. Yeah, fancy cars with the eyesight lane assist crap. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, Anyways, gotcha, yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. I have a $500 insurance deductible because <laughs> $1,100 for this freaking thing <laughs> is what um, the actual cost is. Yeah, that's that's not that's like a when someone was telling me, uh, like somebody had to get a key for their car, and of course, you know, everything's smart keys these days. Um, it was like 300 bucks. To get a key replacement, I'm like, my God, what happened to the day when you can go down to like any shady place and get like a ten dollar key copy made? You know, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like nuts, man. Yeah, send just sell us a new car. Sell <laughs> <laughs> me an old car. Screw it. Give yeah. me. I, I want. I want my first car back. Uh, it's an '89 <laughs> Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. 
thing. I do like things that newer cars have, but I totally get it too. Like as far as, yeah. And if you had a windshield you need to replace on that, what would it be still? I mean, prices may be a little higher, right. but. Uh. I mean, that, that, and the, it was, it was such a, it was the only car I've ever owned that the speedometer didn't go past, re, like the speedometer didn't read past 80. <laughs> yes. And it's like, oh my God. Like thinking back on it, it's a little nuts. Mm. Because I've definitely went more than 80 in that car. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I don't like, I, I do have good memory, good memories from older cars too, but the first car that I got for my mom, it was her car. It was a 70 El Camino. And uh, <sighs> the problem when you didn't have like automatic fuel injection or like leveling sensors for the gas tank is... Yeah. Remember the gas fuel gauge would like go up and down, especially if you're like going on a hill or <laughs> you're empty. I'm like, wait a second, I'm out of gas all of a sudden. <laughs> you're like on empty and then you level out and you're like, oh no, wait, I'm fine. It's good. But I did actually run out of gas once because and also it was so close, like I, I guess back in the day you really should have just always filled up at half a tank or more, but yeah. I would it would be down to a quarter of a tank, but it was one of those weird things where like you got empty to the left, then quarters just up a little bit, and then you got straight up is you know <laughs> half, and then three quarters is like way to almost full, and then you had full. So I'm like, okay, quarter of a tank, I should be fine, but it probably was not at a quarter of a tank, and then I like go up some hill or something. It's like it's all wobbling up and down, and then I did actually run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a pain. I remember. Just think like this is this, this is definitely like ra uh, rabbit holing, but it, it's hilarious because um, again, to like older technology, when the gas, when they had like the low fuel light, like I remember first seeing that, and it's like go get gas right this instant. Yes, yes. And now I'm driving a car that has two stages of low fuel light. So when <laughs> I see the first one pop up, I know I'm good until it starts flashing. And then I need to go get gas right then. Yep. And oh, and for me, okay, yeah, the first one, plus it says you have like 30 miles left. And then it says, and then eventually it goes away. It's like, it just doesn't tell you. It says no miles, but obviously that's not the case. And then, so that's the second stage. And then I'm like, okay, panic, I need to get gas. But my wife, she'll still push that. She's like, oh, I know, I still have like another 20, 30 miles. I'm like, really? I'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> but she pushes it. <laughs> oh, memory lane. Oh, that's hitting yep. us tonight. Well, um, yeah, uh, maybe we'll have some after dark. We'll see if anyone comes on. But uh, good Destiny discussions, good um, other discussions. And uh, Sin, you didn't get to be here. And we talked cars. Ha ha. All right. And that's some good car discussion. And the car mm -hmm. guy wasn't even here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shame for shame. For shame. All right. Yeah, my... Wife has texted me. I need to text her someone's number. So I'm gonna I'm going to uh, cl start closing out here. But yeah, anything else you wanted to talk about though, Des? Or uh, okay, if we brought up a deer, he'd find his way here. Since or Scoot said, "Yep." Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> fair. Uh, fair, fair. Um, honestly, I don't think so. It's a, it's a twelve light week. It's kind of, I mean, other than yeah, uh, Grand Masters is the big news, but that's, I mean, that's just the start of, you know, they have the title like chase. So I mean, that's not really huge. It's just and happened. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we uh, we'll have our mid season uh, patch on Tuesday, and uh, some. Big changes coming with that. And, uh, oh, what are we going to have for live event seasonal activity? Are we getting, like, a spring? The What do they call that one? Um, oh. Um, do we have one coming up? I feel like they told us. Guardian Games? Maybe Guardian Games. Yeah, Guardian Games. Okay. It might be Guardian Games. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we'll see yeah, how that cause... goes this time. I just realized we didn't have any kind of uh, attempt at the... Uh... Oh god, what was it called? They called us uh, Crimson, Crimson, Crimson Days. Yeah, those have been gone for a while, but I feel like they had was okay. The Solstice was summer, okay. but was there a spring one? Or is Guardian Games always the spring one? I think Guardian Games is the spring one, but occasionally mm-hmm. they try they tried to like at least mention Crimson Crimson Days or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it just never gained traction, or they probably just couldn't think of anything, or Doubles was just not that fun for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Whose turn is it to win this year? Hasn't everyone won a Guardian Games at this point in time? God, I don't even remember now. Did Warlocks uh, win one? Did they win this last one? Or last okay. year's? Yes, thank you, RNG. I just, sorry, I don't remember. I mean, Guardian Games... Yeah, they've uh, all won. Like, okay, fair, fair. We'll see if I care again. I mean, I'll play it enough. I mean, but yeah, second half of seasons are always... And that's fine. There's no complaints here, but I'm kind of getting to the point now where, like a lot of people, well, I'll get up to my rank 10, we'll be finishing Master 8 in a couple more weeks, and then probably the back half of the season, I won't be playing as much. Obviously, we still have a lot of fun talking about things, and we still raid all the time, and and you have stuff to talk about not even playing, so we'll talk about it, but um, uh, I'm kind of guessing, again, second half of the season will be a little bit lighter. Indeed. Um... I'm, I'm always finding things to talk about. Um, of course, yeah. It's like we actually had some interesting conversation about lore, or a bunch of interesting conversation about lore, to be honest. Um, a lot of people thinking, of course, the next season is going to be featuring potentially a worm god, so there's some nice topics about those. And I actually recently had a nice talk about a Cloud Strider, like the potential that um, we're told Cloud Striders have a 10-year cycle, or a 10-year life after mm-hmm. they get their stuff but it's neptune right that it's on yeah uh, yes Neomona? yeah but neptune has like a 1000 year orbit or uh-huh. 1000 some odd year orbit so like is the 10 years earth years or is it their years but then again we did come to the conclusion a 10 years was outside universe information given to us personally so probably just 10 years um yeah. and b there wouldn't be a lot like we do have evidence that Nimbus says that Rohan was the first to sacrifice himself essentially before his 10 years was up. And there's a lot of cloud striders and the biggest time scale we have to pre-collapse to now is like 10,000 years. So that would not the amount of fallen or expired cloud striders to, would not add up to that considering they're like the Sith and there can only be two. 
mm, yeah. Star Wars reference. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> like just an interesting like a. Uh, I mean, there's this and more that you could find in these lore channels, which that was Guardian Downcast lore channels. But anyway, um, just not even sometimes lore talks, but just interesting like a. Uh, I guess logic puzzles, sort of, or at least mm-hmm. you know, like th- thinking exercises. There we go. Um, so yeah, just a lot of interesting stuff. So you can always poke your head in there because nerds. Yep. <laughs> Check out all the channels. You'd be surprised what you might find that might be interesting. Oh, and by the way, a couple of um, points of business. The in the Destiny Help channel, we haven't been getting a lot of updates, mostly because those get sourced from. Bungie will put out tweets as their main way of th- yeah. doing things. I'm guessing they're going to change it up soon too because Twitter's becoming very unreliable for many different reasons. But what used to happen was Bungie would post tweets and there was a free read API. The the write API you had to pay for, but the read API was free. Well, Elon hey. Musk stopped that. So uh, <laughs> we can't automatically get those posts to the Discord now with bots. Um, Destiny help articles someone might find an interesting way around it but for now just be aware you may not find as many notifications in the discord about issues happening with destiny which by the way even today there was a minor down for emergency maintenance for i don't know about an hour or so um and then the other thing is the 100 bot as of yesterday started getting a little bit flaky it works but you'll get errors and sometimes you have to refresh the page or do something two times-ish for it to go through. And they're aware of it. I Hopefully they'll get it fixed. There's no ETA right now, especially because their main developer is not someone who works on this project tons, so they just kind of have to wait for him. Fair. So uh, those of you using the bot, just be aware it's out of our control. And uh, I don't know, something really gets crazy, we'll, we'll think of something. But uh, just be aware it's uh, maybe a little flaky for now. And other points of business, please review our podcast. It helps us get found, and we will read your review on the air. And if you want to know how to do that, well, you're listening to the podcast right now. Just simply look at the podcast episode description. There is an easy link at the bottom where you can leave a review. Yeah. Do it. We dare you. And if we, re- and if we remember, we'll read it. Oh, I'll remember. I get the notifications. Well, Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah. As long as I remember to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we double-dog dare you to leave a review if you haven't yet. All right. Um, Des, anything else? Or you can take us out where people can find you. Um, yeah, I have nothing else. Uh, you can, of course, find me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven, which I just so happened to actually check today. Um, so I got the nifty notifications of being uh, added whenever we were on the Blueberry Lounge. So if you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. It was fun. Um, otherwise, you can find me across the discords. Um, a good many of them. Kingsley. Yes, yeah, so you can find me at all the discords also. And everywhere, discord, in the game, on Twitch occasionally while I'm streaming, while I raid, you can find me as Kingsley Mac. And even on Twitter for now, and our show is The Guardian Hub on Twitter or on our lovely website where you can find all our information, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Des. Yep, you know how to do that when Sin's not here, even when Sin (laughs) forgets to do it last week. (laughs) Timely. (laughs) 
Thank you. Thank you, everyone, here in the live chat. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again this week. And we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Later. <laughs>